Hello from all around the world, and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn more from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. We are bringing a highly anticipated guest on the show today, and I couldn't be more excited. Believing in the potential of blockchain technology very early on, today's guest is the founder of Bolden Ventures, which is instrumental in helping create the building blocks of Web 3.0 and decentralized finance by partnering with mission-driven organizations that want to harness the power of the blockchain. He is also involved in helping create a more financially literate world through the creation of Athletes Block Capital. And finally, he is the leader behind helping revolutionize revolutionize avatar communities by developing the first fully decentralized community DAO for the gutter cat gang, Jonah Bolden. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, uh, this has been one that I know the gutter cat gang has been waiting for, so and it couldn't have come at a more perfect time. All right, so let's jump right into it. We always start the show with the same question for every guest. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help people learn um, about others that other pioneers that are in this space. And as of right now, everyone that's building and creating are early pioneers because crypto really happened in our lifetime. So I would love to have you spend a minute or two just explain your journey into crypto um, and give a little backstory about how you got started in uh, the space yeah so um well firstly thank you thank you uh for you know bringing me on here and, and speaking for everybody um i, I do want to kind of touch on though um me <clears throat> kind of leading the doubt i am you know leading it in the sense but there's there's you know there's a whole bunch of us um that are that are kind of you know obviously all collectively doing it as much as i have said it before i just hate and and you know humbly you know dislike taking entirely you know all 100 percent credit um so i just want to make sure that's known for everybody but um but yeah you know personally uh i i got into crypto back in 2015 when i went to ucla i first moved over here to the states from australia um 2013 high school uh, and then uh, freshman year UCLA 2014 and then crypto 2015 with some buddies uh actually I was like living on their couch my first year at UCLA I redshirted so I didn't really play and in fact you know the whole uh as we spoke a little bit before about the whole Australia and and, and you know curriculum requirements and whatnot I had to sit out uh, my first year and and you know even further to the NCAA didn't even allow me to do organized team events and you know organize really anything that was NCAA affiliated, I guess. Um, so I was kind of on my own, kind of reaching out to who, who different guys, different different sports. Um, ended up meeting a bunch of guys from the volleyball team that were diving and dabbing into some crypto, and they introduced me into Bitcoin and, and whatnot. I didn't really uh, dive as much as I am into it then. I uh, got, got a few coins and then held on to them and then ended up selling early in 2017. Um, Jumped back fully uh, kind of into it mid-season uh, during NBA season 2019. Mid-season kind of, yeah, 2019 got semi into it and then uh, was more so into the private equity, a little bit of off-court investing, biotech and whatnot. Um, but as I started to hear more and more about COVID uh, through the biotech investments later in the year, uh, 2020 turned around and then, you know, we were hit with the whole NBA 
NBA ban. Um, that's when I kind of shifted all my, you know, uh, unexerted physical energy into kind of just, you know, what was available at the time, which was just my, you know, digital knowledge, getting onto the computer, getting back into books, reading, uh, speaking with people, kind of watching the space evolve over, over the, that course of, you know, 12 months from the beginning of 2020 to, to the end of, you know, 2020. Um, and, and just made the decision really kind of then to, to get back into it and, and honestly, I haven't really, I haven't really looked back since. It's kind of, I've just gone with, with the universe. It's, it's this, this industry, as, as a lot of everyone knows, is, is extremely fast paced. Uh, at the time, I wasn't really in NFTs as much as I am now. So that back in early 2020, I got fully back into Bitcoin and, and, and dove right back into the, the white paper and, and reading up on, you know, DeFi as it evolves and, 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 you know, the layer twos that started coming and, and obviously, you know, gas wars and whatnot. Um, but, but recently in the past three months, I kind of got into non-fungible technology and, and, and got a cat gang and, and here we are. So. Wow. I mean, it's just, uh, always crazy to me hearing, um, people that believed enough early on and you were still in college, you know, just, just grinding away and you saw the potential of uh blockchain with bitcoin what was it back then was it more of just like um when when you first got in was it just kind of a bet just because everyone was talking about it you didn't really know too much or did you read the white paper and kind of see the potential of what the technology had for the future yeah yeah back in honestly i mean back in 2015 you used to like that was that was me being right time, right place. You know, I mean, a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, if you ask me truthfully, a lot of investing and, and, and any investing is and time is in favor of, of, you know, a lot of everything that happened. So, you know, honestly and truthfully, it was time and place. Then I met met the right guys and, and they were, you know, as much as I would love to say I was, they were the ones that kind of were, were getting into the white papers and, and reading up on, and on, on Bitcoin and a few others. Um, but, but more so Bitcoin. I, I, I personally didn't, didn't get the, uh, I guess, you know, intrinsic skin in the game. I guess I had the extrinsic, you know, social connection to my friends that were into it and, and, and felt a little bit of, you know, pressure at the time to, to jump on, on board. Um, you know, thankfully. Um, but, but, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't as, as involved or as kind of attached to it as I am now. Yeah. Um, because I didn't, yeah, I just didn't, didn't get into it. Well, it is a, it's funny to hear a lot of the people that were early on, even today, the ones that I've talked to on the show that are 2013 to 16, really, it was a, it was almost like a seed bet. Like they weren't even the really big investors. They're like, if it works out, it'll pay really well and it'll do awesome. And if not, then, you know, I lose it. And, and it's, and it's, you know, I just, I wanted a little skin in the game and, uh, that, proves that to work out really handsomely and now we know where this technology is going uh and we can kind of start to see the future back in 2015 this whole concept of web 3.0 no one could have imagined you know what ethereum was going to bring to the table and the potential of what smart contracts allow us to do uh for consumers and builders and so it's cool to see the evolution of the technology and it sounds like that's really when you started to really get 
uh, dive, you know, head first and get, um, you know, to the ground running, building things mm-hmm. was, was when you saw the potential of that. So, uh, one thing that on your website of bold Adventures it, t- it says is decentralize, create, revolutionize. And I, mm-hmm. uh, I love that. I thought that was really fascinating. So I want, I was wondering if you can explain, you know, how decentralization really has drove you and how you see it leveling the playing field, um, after, you know, hundreds of years of systemic barriers put in place by people in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like a whole, you know, facet of different factors that kind of came into play that, that I guess catalyzed my whole, um, you know, diving right back into it. So, so the main, the main, I guess for me personally, the main factor, uh, at the time was just, uh, you know, the whole, it was off uh, NBA season had just been called off. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't fully, uh, dived back into to crypto yet and, and was in this kind of gray area. Um, just, just in life, you know, just like kind of getting away from, from basketball as is everything that was going on and getting back with family. Um, and then it came a time where, where, you know, it was, it's the whole kind of, you're getting ready for off season, you're getting ready for, you know, you're speaking to your agent, yada, yada. So, I mean, you know, long story short, the, 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 for me, decentralization came back from a, from a, a middleman or agents, you know, an, an athlete mm-hmm. having or needing an agent or needing a manager's point of view. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it wasn't anything to do with, you know, my specific agent in particular or, or, you know, bad blood or anything like that. Um, it, it was, it, it was just me getting to a point, just seeing a lot of things happening and, 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 um, you know, seeing the, 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 you know, power I, I had independently or, or, or opportunities that, that could have been, uh, you know, grasped, had things gone different route, whatever. Uh, and so I just came to the decision that where I realized like, you know, decentralization for me went way back to me leaving and making the decision to come over to America. Um, and, and, and I guess decentralizing from my roots, mm-hmm. from my family roots then from my friends and then all that and having to kind of go on, on my own journey and, and not take the, 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 you know, the, the guided tour to America path. And I had to kind of tell my dad, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to just kind of reach out to schools individually. And if they hit back, blah, blah. So, so it, it got to a point where I just kind of, realize a lot of things that had happened prior to that were decentralized, uh, I guess, subconsciously that inevitably happened. And then just made the decision then there that I was going to, you know, kind of not, not rewire or re-engineer, but kind of, you know, change my perspective on life or look at, look at, you know, different ways and, and different avenues when approaching situations that were down a more decentralized avenue. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if there's an option, to, to remove the middleman in some facet that that is is positive or or brings about you know better value more value to the to the owner or the independent person or even just the end you know end consumer or, or end party you know just the, the 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 necessity to remove the 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 unnecessary middle person for me in you know, all facets of life was was the number one thing it's crazy to think about how this the technology of blockchain, how when you harness it the correct way, it, it got such a bad rep back in early 2013 all the way to you know 2014 during Silk Road when you saw a lot of bad actors. But when you see so many positive uh, builders in the space coming to the scene and showing what's the power of blockchain in terms of really mm-hmm. building people up. It's just so fascinating to see um, what is able to be done. And you kind of got uh, to see 
that you know right up front when you were working yeah. uh with decentralized finance uh and, and yeah. can you kind of talk to us about for people that aren't familiar with like kind of that how how decentralized finance really allows people you see now people able to get you know in mm-hmm. banking systems they for for the last 10 years, people weren't able to really get interest on their money. Banks really took that power away. And now we're able to see people able to earn interest mm-hmm. on on their capital and starting to actually yeah. see these use cases show up that are so positive for the future of yeah. humanity. So just kind of walk us through your journey with decentralized finance and, and the power you yeah. see in it. Yeah, so so um, I mean, yeah, you kind of you know you, you go down that Bitcoin rabbit hole, and then you know if you really really get down to it, I mean, as as I did, you you kind of start trickling into other areas. Ethereum being you know the most dominant you know, number two, and then therein follows. But um, yeah, so so obviously for for me in DeFi, it was Bitcoin and then Ethereum, and then Ethereum opened up so many different avenues from from what you touched on from just a a basic, um, you know, I mean, I, and I was just most recently talking to my father about, you know, the savings accounts in Australia. I think there, there were, you know, there was a commercial about they were getting like one percent, you know, annually or something like that. Was like a, you know, an exciting commercial. And I was telling my dad at the most basic level, like, you know, you can you can just get hold stable coins and 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 have an appreciating, you know, eight percent or whatever that is that 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 that'll mitigate at, for, at, at the most basic level inflation um that that's occurring you know there's a lot of different factors that are that are i mean it, it gets it, i could go i mean a lot of different avenues with this to be honest with you you get down to like gresham's law which is you know down to down to you know money and 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 the, the process of good money good money ultimately outweighing bad money inevitably mm-hmm. um and that's that's kind of what we're seeing uh with DeFi and and in the, in the slow uh, steady transition from you know traditional finance and and those with you know heavy within traditional finance seeing the opportunities that are in you know decentralized finance that give the power to the individual to the asset owners. Um, a great example is a is 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 a financial advisor um, and yeah. and their and their role um, again you know a financial advisor for a lot of NBA players is that is that kind of uh, I guess stereotypical. And, and 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 not you know not to take away from from their value you know I have, I have a financial advisor too but it's 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 and that's that's to to have that you know a lot of stability there and for me it's it's hard to kind of get really really into the the necessity of of you know the the individual financial advisor when when, when you have a team um that that's where I see there's a there's a real uh you know importance and significance and you can get value out of it um but but when 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 i'm hearing about a, a single or 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 you know or a big uh, firm um but but for me DeFi, you know at the most, most basic level DeFi kind of gives back the power to the to the individual to take control of their assets um to 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 you know you go back to the, the last financial crisis 2008 um and that was a lot of just not holding or not owning i mean not not you know, having assets and, and not having them and, and not owning them yeah. uh, entirely. Uh, that's that's that you know middleman and 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 you know central point of failure that that kind of is is mitigated with DeFi and and, and removing that. There's, there's a lot of barriers to entry that that's happening now, and there's a lot of different things that we're seeing you know globally 
um, different jurisdictions, countries, laws, and legal actions. I think I think in the long term, um, like I said, it's 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 just it comes down to good money outweighing bad money, and and people looking at ways they can, uh, you know, mitigate hyperinflation uh, at the most basic level and and get some sort of return on their hard-earned, uh, you know, dollars. Yeah. And you know what I, it reminds me of so much of um, back in, you know, 2006, 2007, early days of social networking, you know, when we saw yeah. MySpace and people didn't understand, you know, what like how this isn't going to change anything like this is a, a thing teenagers do until now it like literally people are stuck on their phones and like it revolutionized the way that we interact with each other in, in only you know, 10 to 15 years. And it's just insane for people to even question the power of what decentralized finance is going to do. Basically, what we saw with our social interactions with social media is doing the same sort of revolutionary uh, evolution in terms of how we use money. Uh, It's just a better system. It's easier to, just like social media, it was easier to connect with people we used to not see. Now it's going to be easier to you know, get that, um, you know, use our use our finances and put it to work for us in really powerful ways. And so I, I just love that. And I think you're right. Yeah. Like, we're just going to continue to see how this is developed over time. And it's going to continue to be such um, it's such an interesting few years to see how things continue to get built out. Because like you said, this is such a fast paced world because so many people are building in the space that there's just new things being developed every single day. And it's so cool to kind of be a part of seeing it evolve. So uh, let's go ahead and turn to DAOs. Okay. So for anyone that isn't aware, DAO, D-A-O is a decentralized autonomous organization and the way that some people the, the best way I, I heard someone explain it's almost like a LLC right it's almost like you have this uh it's almost a decentralized LLC people that uh, all kind of hold a stake in this in in something what whatever it might be and so can you discuss a little bit of what you've seen with the evolution of DAOs um, from what you saw in late 2019 early 2020 to today um kind of how they're changing from you know the DeFi perspective and now um and now bringing kind of DeFi into nfts yeah yeah so so yeah i i mean i, I wouldn't uh yeah i wouldn't necessarily say it's it's exactly like lsc i mean that's it, 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 very very broadly yet yeah, as a as a as an organizational uh you know concept um but but it's you can, I mean, the way I, the best way I kind of view it is, is if you were to, you know, a bunch of, just a community of individuals that all have a, have a, you know, a, a exactly skin in the game, um, which is your, which is your, you know, your ownership or whatever it is, mm-hmm. your, you know, your, your owning of the asset. And then, you know, a, a collective, uh, you know, mission uh, and, and, and that, that skin in the game is, is that, is that proof of that, um, you know, vision. Um, because if, you know, if, if you don't really, I mean, it's proof to an extent, right? Like that's where, that's where you're staked, staked, uh, staked voting and, and okay, you know, this guy has more, you know, this guy has a higher, you know, higher voting power. Maybe he has, you know, obviously he has more skin in the game because he has, you know, more faith or whatever, you know, whatever it is, there's a lot of different factors, but, but I, I think for me, the, the most basic, uh, you know, definition for a DAO is, is, is that of, uh, you know, a collective of individuals with, you know, um, 
actual ownership, uh, you know, genuine incentives uh, into the community to to you know better it together. Yeah. Um, I, I personally, I personally uh, have have only gone to DAOs in the last say you know, eight months. Okay. Um, and then they've been they've been around for you know I think they they realistically DAOs go back to like nineteen ninety I think it's nineteen ninety four. I was reading was the first kind of approach of of of, of a DAO. Um, now they've they've taken you know a whole different you know facet and then they're growing you know crazy over the, you, we saw i think it was like th- three weeks ago with maker dow and and collateralized loans mm-hmm. um and, and and now we're getting things like uh you know, guys aren't, aren't necessarily even using uh, i mean no guys projects communities aren't, aren't even necessarily using you know the, the acronyms are a dow uh they're just kind of calling themselves a, a collective of you know a group or whatever and essentially that's that's also a dow you know it's, it's a decentralized group of uh, you know, individuals that autonomously make decisions via, you know, a, a, a collective consensus in in a, in, a, in a you know single direction. So um, when you then, look at when you look at something like Uniswap and their and how their DAO would operate mm-hmm. versus something like Guttercat Gang, do they have a lot of uh, intersection, or or do they really have like does each DAO really have different kind of uh, like re, uh, kind of directions that they go? Yes, yeah, so, so I mean, uh, well, at the most, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good question. So, so they're, they're all technical, right? So there's a lot of code, uh, and and they're very, I mean, they're very different. So like, I, I wouldn't for 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 our for for the Gutcat DAO, it's we're we're going with uh, the staking mechanism, and in two phases, right? So like the first phase will be the testnet. Um, and, and obviously getting the contract in the front end um, deployed uh, with, with, with Uniswap and, and the DeFi DAOs, they, they take on a very, um, you know, a, I wouldn't say very, but a, a, but a different um, approach because you're, you know, you're, you're one for the most part, there's a lot more liquidity and a lot more capital at, 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 at hand. Um, and, and, and the direction is, is, I guess for me, when working with a, a DeFi DAO, it's, it's very much about, you know, the, the, the liquidity or, or the, the, the monetary aspect. Um, I wouldn't necessarily gut, uh, say Guttercat DAO is, is, is completely and, 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 you know, the sole focus is a, is a monetary aspect. It's, that's where I, I like it more so um, because we're, we're community first. Um, we're, we're, we're about kind of like the building up uh, in, intrinsic initiatives. Uh, you know, you have DeFi DAOs that are, that are maybe about extrinsic initiatives and investing in uh, opportunities mm-hmm. in, in, in the ownership sense um, rather than building up from the inside out. So I think Guttercat DAO is, is, a, is a great hybrid in between. We'll, we'll have both the, the treasury where we'll, we'll, we'll own uh, bits and pieces of NFTs within the space um, for the DAO treasury. Um, that we we'll, that we'll collectively vote on, and 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 make decisions accordingly. At the same time, we'll also be able to redirect those funds, and and again be collectively able to vote uh, on on internal projects and initiatives and and different things that we have and we we see may best fit the the, the DAO. So so in, in comparison to a to a you know a Uniswap or a DeFi DAO, um, they're they're similar in that sense. I think I think our biggest our biggest uh, difference. If there is if there is one would be um you know the the, the initial focus and 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 biggest emphasis being on building up the, the community um from from you know the inside out yeah and I, another really fascinating concept with uh these community DAOs, to me at least with uh some of these DeFi DAOs, they are there it's almost um 
it's there's there's very much kind of a bureaucratic sense to it because you do have the team that's kind of leading the charge with a, a larger stake, which yeah, is exactly. which I mean makes sense, right? They they're the ones building out the platform, so they need to make sure to protect you know where the direction that they want it to go before they continue to unleash and make sure it's fully decentralized. But but at the yeah. same time, it's so cool to think about the potential of a community DAO, and I know that Punk's Comics has their DAO, but it also is very much held by a lot a lot of the people that are kind of uh are in charge and are in pixel vault they hold a large stake of the dow tokens as well i th- i really think right. guttercat gang dow is going to be such a interesting case study in the years to come because it's really starting off very decentralized already having mm-hmm. over 50 percent unique ownership of the uh mm-hmm. the token so with a community DAO, it seems like it is, it, it almost, you know, it, it takes the direction that the community wants it to take. If you want to start seeding, you know, people that are in the community to help them grow their business and, you know, take a mm-hmm. share of that, kind of like what you're seeing with the Cadillacs as a whole, you know, the, the guys that are doing that are working um, kind of on their own, but they have a partnership with the DAO as well to kind of help um, yeah. build that brand and, and help them get a jump start because they started with our community. It just allows for such cool things because you're able to almost bootstrap and help other people in the community. And you can't see that in something like Uniswap because uh, it, there's that lack of real strong, tight knit community when you see something in a big DeFi network. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's, yeah, exactly. And that, that kind of, I mean, pretty much perfectly touches on, uh, I mean, my my i guess uh reasoning for <clears throat> really wanting to 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 kind of get behind this thing and 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 push it for for the you know got cat gang and and our guys because you know being here and seeing the, the the amount of creativity within and amongst the discussions and and different ideas we had internally uh, you know all, all the different different you know notions and things that just weren't uh necessarily being you know uh put to use uh, you know and not to say not to say everything needs to be taken and, 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 and used straight away or, or whatnot. But, but I definitely feel that there's, there's value in a lot of the, um, you know, ideas and, and, and energy, you know, at the most, at the most basic level, these guys are, guys are, you know, and, and, and you know, gutter cat holders are, are, are ready and, and, and available to, to put up, you know, their own energy and time into things that, that they know that they want to follow. If, if, again, if it were to be, a thing that that is is funded or seeded by the DAO, so mm-hmm. that that was one of the you know main reasons. Well, I absolutely love the evolution of what's happening in the gutter cat gang with the DAO, and I know I you uh, are such a strong leader, and it's it's very. Um, you, it's very noticeable with how you know the the words you choose, especially with giving, making sure to give credit. Even when I posted that you you know you were helping lead this up, you immediately deflected and made sure to recognize everyone that's been involved. Uh, and I think that one goes to show the kind of leader you are. Uh, and number two, it really shows the community aspect that is so important and intrinsic in what the Gutter Cat Gang DAO is going to be all about. And so I'd love for you yeah. to maybe speak a little bit about um, some of the because I know we're we're, we're going to be getting into announcements soon, but I, I'd love for you to kind of just go through the collaboration with some of the other gutter cats that's happened um, behind the scenes and kind of what um, you talked a little bit about how staking would look. If you can kind of touch on anything that you know, for we have a lot of gutter cat gang uh, members in here, just kind of how. 
this uh, will play out once it kind of gets started. Yes. So I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna Drew uh, let Wang touch on this. Got a Wang touch on this. Uh, I spoke to him a little bit earlier about about this segment. I wanted him to kind of you know voice. He he spoke uh, yesterday, I think it was, or or the other day, um, briefly to a few guys and and let them know what you know a few updates and some things. Um, but I'll but I'll let him uh, take over here. You know what, Jonah? Once again, such a strong leader. Look at that. I appreciate that. All right, we're gonna bring Gutter Wayne. We're gonna we we're gonna go into the segment where we're kind of talking about the Gutter Cat Gang Dow. So this is a perfect time. What's going on, Gutter Wayne? Thanks for coming to the show. How you guys doing? Thank you for having me. All right. So same question. Just if you can kind of walk through some of the decisions that have been made in terms of the Dow and the direction that that it may be heading. Yeah. So I mean, I want to kind of highlight before I go into this that you know. We're, I'm really, we're really trying to design the DAO as, as obviously its own entity, um, from from both a legal perspective and uh, from from a theoretical perspective. You know, what I mean, we want uh, it to be fully in your guys' control, and um, you know, not really be, uh, you know, chained to Gutter Labs as an LLC and as a company itself. So we want you guys to be able to, you know, target your own initiatives and use the funds as you guys see fit with, with you know whatever you guys decide. So, um, I mean, to start it off, we kind of went through and got a couple uh, key partnerships that we felt would be important, especially in regards to, you know, revenue share and stuff like that. So you mentioned the Cadillac uh, and Specific Engine to uh, our cat owners, and they approached us a while back um, about doing something. So we loved the idea, and we kind of worked with them on designing um, how the whole structure of how the custom shop would work and the whole line of cars um, and basically, we 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 want to you know take community initiatives, not just from inside the community, but projects from outside the community that the community wants to support, and um, you know create value for the holders. So the way we did this with the Cadillacs was uh, we have a revenue share, so 60% of all uh, the secondary market sales on uh, the Cadillacs and the Escalades, and 60% of all the customizations when those come out, um, probably in about three, four weeks, I'd say, um, we're probably going to open customization. So 60% of all that revenue will flow right to the Dow treasury. Um, and then the other 40% will go to specific engines, um, stuff like that, like avatar land. We partnered with land vault, uh, for their avatar land project where 50% of all the, uh, revenues generated from any of the gutter cat gang activities in avatar land will be split with the Dow directly. So, I mean, we're really just targeting partnerships that, you know, can help build up the treasury, can create value and bring, you know, um, not not just for the treasury, but, you know, additional value to the holders. You know what I mean? The airdrops, the projects, stuff like that. Um, I mean, we I just I had a call last night with um, with BT, our marketing guy and uh, Emil from XDeFi Wallet, which uh, he, he's a big cat owner, too. And uh, they're working on kind of, you know, a whole suite of tools built into their wallet for both DeFi and nfts um and we want to work with them you know the DAO wants to work with them and build uh kind of something where we we can we can provide value to gutter cat holders and kind of um you know build out not just um the the brand of the gutter cat gang DAO as as a big community sponsor but also push um you know value to the treasury and to the holders themselves directly 
I love I love the whole aspect of continuing when you make these partnerships. Not only are you helping build up, um, you know, from the ground floor, like the the Cadillac gang is going to continue to grow and they're just going to be a force to be reckoned with as they continue to develop because they'll be able to do other partnerships. But being at the forefront and making these partnerships early on with the, where you see, you know, so much potential is just, is really amazing. And a, and a huge shout out to the team for continuing to go above and beyond and looking for that. So two follow-up questions. The first one, um, I'm curious cause I know, uh, I had asked Gutter Dan about this and didn't know if there was any follow-up on terms of, I know that the 5% of secondary sales for the, the cats, um, is that something that's going to kind of flow into the treasury at a certain point? And then second, second, uh, I was also curious just kind of in terms of um, the voting and the protocol for making decisions, uh, how that kind of evolves over time. Yes. Yeah, so um, in terms of, you know, the royalty share, we're we, Gutter Labs has their 5% of um, the cat sales. So we're, we're coming up with a number that we're going to decide on. We haven't announced it yet, but there will be um, down the line a percentage share of the revenue that goes directly to the Dow. Um, the goal would be, you know, to talk to Nate from OpenSea and have them program in a way where, you know, whether whatever the percentage is, let's say it's two and a half percent goes to directly to the DAO whenever the OpenSea pays the royalties, they just send it directly to the wallet and then the other half goes to the team. Um, but yeah, we're working on that. And there's definitely when, when we go into mainnet launch, like Jonah was talking about, uh, there's going to be a revenue share as the plan. Um, and then in terms of, you know, uh, the voting and the governance itself, the idea is for the first phase, um, in testnet, we're going to, I mean, it's still going to be um, real money. We're going to still, uh, have some grants and everything we're going to, we're going to, that we'll be seeding the, uh, proposals with, but for the first, it's probably going to be about three to four weeks, I'd say, um, the proposals will be open to, from members of the team, the moderators and all the kingpins, uh, in the discord. So anyone who owns five cats or more, um, and that's basically just kind of to ensure, you know, to limit the amount of proposals for the time being through test net and kind of, um, you know, do like it kind of serves as a pre-vetting process in a way and allows us to you know really focus on the code and the tokenomics and make sure everything's functional behind the scenes and then when we push out into mainnet the idea is that every cat owner no matter how small um will be able to submit a proposal the proposal will hopefully um be settled within a week so the idea is you know it'll be proposed it'll have three four days to be voted on um once it's uh, once the vote is over, it'll be approved or denied, and then it'll have a day or two to you know execute, which would be uh, sending the the funds to wherever it is, or um, you know starting the project or whatever needs to happen. The idea in terms of proposals is we want them to there's there's a couple ways to do it. So we want the idea right now is we want them to be very specific. Where um, you when you make a proposal, you would be an executor. So so let's say I make a proposal that I want to do marketing in Times Square. I'm going to put in that I, I'm going to put in, I'm going to put in my custodial wallet, the multi-sig wallet that would be created um, for the proposal. And then it would be basically on the proposer to, you know, write up the whole proposal, get the estimate, whatever, make the plans and then go through the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, the community won't only be, you know, won't only be voting on, um, 
the proposal itself, but they'll also be voting. I think it adds another interesting aspect. They'll be voting on the propo- the proposal that it, the proposer themselves. You know, yeah. Who do do they trust that that this person has done the has done the research correctly? Have they vetted it out? Um, it's going to be really really community based. You know what I mean? And kind of give a lot of weight to you know what people think and not because we we don't want it to be controlled really as, as little as possible by us we, mm-hmm. we don't want there to be an oversight by the team we don't want there to be a manual vetting you know what i mean it's your guys funds it's your guys treasury it's i mean i'm a counter too it's mine yeah um but we, we want it to be like kind of as democratic and decentralized as humanly possible because that's what we're really trying to push with the technology yeah um we're trying to push it to its limits and get everything we can out of it and really you know push the space forward you know i think i can speak for all uh, gutter cats and probably the entire avatar community at large because i'm sure we're going to see a lot of people following our lead in this but i just really appreciate all of the time that's being spent in making sure that everything that's done is being thought through and vetting and and collaborating bouncing ideas off so that when it's released we have the very best uh, possible system to kind of lead this treasury so thank you so much for all all the cats that are in here but also you two for working so much to make sure the DAO is uh, strong and ready to roll as soon as it's time to release so one thing that is interesting I never really I always understood the concept of community funds but the whole seeding idea with assets is uh, at first I didn't really get the concept but then seeing seeing the crypto punk uh the the vault the pixel vault do it and now basically the assets in that vault are so so much higher than just a couple weeks ago it makes a lot of sense because now you have you're basically reinvesting you you have funds and now you're investing them so they can grow over time it's absolutely phenomenal so one thing that i'm curious about is if the decision was made hey as the gutter cat community we decide we're going to take you know 20 eth that we have in the treasury and we're going to buy this or this or you know we're going to we're going to sweep the cat floor and buy you know 10 gar cats that's something that could be uh possible with a with a treasury 100 percent. you i mean the idea is that um you know if yeah, you guys want to sure. whatever proposal you want to make you you will have full control let's say uh, we could do a lot of things you know let's say we wanted to take we had let's say we had 50 ETH we wanted to use and um we wanted to back the GCG uh, NFT 20 pool and earn the staking rewards uh, off that. Go for it. You know, we could we could set a proposal and that could be done. Do we want to, you know, do liquidity mining on Uniswap or something? Do we want to take our assets in the vault and let's say hypothetically we have a punk and we want to put it on NFT Fi and get a collateralized loan for it and then take that loan and be able to lever up uh, and use that in the uh liquidity mining pool, let's say, or something, you know, there's so many opportunities that we can do to kind of manage the money. And I think that we have a lot of really, really, really intelligent people in the gang. And they're kind of chomping at the bit, you know, to help out and push us forward. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with and what they want to do with uh, the funds. Yeah, and and I know that um, that it was released that the the developers are going to initially seed the DAO with uh, some assets, and I didn't know if you could leak anything uh, in terms of what are some of the types of things that the I, I tried to talk to Gutter Dan a little bit. He said that there's maybe a few things that have already been uh, purchased, but maybe not everything yet. Is there any sort of development on what is going to be seeding the DAO and what the process is looking like if if 
if some of those uh, things that are going to seed were purchased um, before a lot of this, the pump that happened in, in a lot of NFTs, or if it's something that still needs to be done. Yeah, so um, the, the the main targets for uh, the seed is basically we're looking, I mean, you guys know I've been vocal in the chat about, you know, being able to collateralize the assets and, and, and you know, leverage them. So that, that that's a big help. So we're looking really for, you know, long-term historical pieces. We're not flipping with this money, you know what I mean? We're not taking 10 ETH and putting it into the next mint project of the day. Um, we're buying longer-term assets, you know, and we're really the top choices are ones like I'd say, like, look at the at the NFT Fi uh, outstanding loan sheet. And that'll, that'll basically give you a good idea of some of like the top projects that we're targeting, you know, punks, autoglyphs. Um, I mean, th those are some of the more expensive stuff, you know, Mebits, Hashmask is stuff on the cheaper end that still has those great outstanding loan volume stuff that's really leverageable um, and that we can use. And that also, you know, has ex historical significance and poses uh, uh, and, and poses a really good, uh, return rate. So, I mean, like my, my like dream piece for the vault would be getting a Robbie, like one of the lost Robbies. Um, I mean, it might've been, might've, the ship might've sailed, uh, <laughs> over the last, over the last two or three weeks, I'd say when they went from about 40 to 200 or so. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I can't confirm or deny if we've purchased any assets yet, but we've, <laughs> we've been, we've been eyeing, eyeing for some weeks now and and you know i i've i've been if you're in the chat you know i love looking at you know some of the the, the finer art in the space and some of the higher quality stuff and bigger number bigger tag stuff so um i think we have a good grasp on what we're looking for you know and i think you guys will be pleased and already honestly I have a pretty good idea of what we're going to buy if you if you've been following kind of what what i point out in the chat yeah, and and so I'm excited for that release. I know it sounded like maybe there's been a couple things that have been purchased, more to be purchased, uh, and I'm excited to see kind of the direction. But I, as a, a, kind of as a guy that um, has been watching the intersection of NFTs and DeFi, I think you're 100% right. You always want to find the the projects the that are, have that long-term uh, value already kind of historically um, standing out already because those are going to be the pieces as time goes on. It's going to be easy to collateralize and be able to use those types of pieces. You don't want to necessarily, unless it's something like buying, you know, gutter cats so that there's, as we rise, we still have, you know, some of those in, in our DAO to seed it. But other than that, you know, you, you got to look at those top projects, you know, the Beeple, the Autoglyphs, you know, the, the Punks, um, because, because over time, those are going to be the projects that continue to gain momentum. And so by just holding, uh, those, those assets, it's almost like you're you you have an investment in itself sitting in the DAO uh, for whenever we need to collateralize it. So I think it's super super well thought out. I never really thought about the idea of seeding it with NFTs, but it's the perfect way to get the the uh, the DAO going and moving in the right direction. And I think that's going to bring so many people when you guys announce what's what's going to be seeding the DAO. I just 
it's going to blow people away the kind of attention it gets just like when the punks the the pixel vault uh decided to seed their vault with so many punks i guess that's a that's a question in itself was the pixel vault uh how much of kind of the way they set up their dow was uh kind of a led the direction of of how we are setting up ours I mean, listen, I think they did a fantastic job in terms of seeding their DAO and, and how they designed it with the uh, all the tokenomics of the project, like real Bravo, uh, major props to G-Funk, uh, the whole Pixel Vault team, everyone. Uh, they did a fantastic job. And they, they did have the advantage of being a little earlier. So, you know, the punk floor was, you know, less than half of what it was, of what it stands at today. Um, you know, the autoglyphs were, were at 10, 15 ETH. Um, you know, they, they, they definitely had, had a leg up on, on it early, and they knew what they were looking for, and they definitely picked up some top pieces, like, for example, they have a Robbie in their vault. Um, but uh, they, they definitely played a big role, and I think they were, were a, served as a perfect first project to show the space how it's done right um, and, and how you can really push um, the boundaries of, you know, what the DAO can do. But I also think that we're going to take it one step further, further with the um, with with our full control given to the owners, the full democratization. Uh, democratization. Yeah. So we're, we're, where they're going to be a little more, you know, um, uptight and, you know, not not able to, you know, make the same moves that we could. We, we can have a proposal that if the community gets behind. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, without a so, doubt, I don't think anyone can argue that with the kind of purchases that the founders bought in to kind of to, to make sure that they had a stake. It's, it's not as decentralized as the gutter cat gang DAO is going to be. And that's going to be, uh, like you said, a huge motivating factor, especially when it comes to being able to help um, like almost our own community and projects I think it's it's gonna really we're gonna start to see all kinds of different um, revenue streams that that are possible because of the potential of partnerships that are made um, with individual cat owners and and projects mm-hmm. in itself so I think mm-hmm. you know that's the twenty percent of the the difference between what we're doing with the gutter cat gang that sets it apart and makes it unique. Um, that is, it's not going to be like you said. It's not going to be like anything else because yeah, they did a great job, but it's also in terms of the decentralization of uh, the Pixel Vault. It's not going to look anything like what the gutter cat gang has. And I love that the the developers, you know, all of you, you you don't even you guys have. Um, you, a lot of you aren't even the biggest shareholders of cats, and I think that's another really mm-hmm. interesting aspect of the treasury. Is it's that just goes to show the treasury in itself is going to be um, completely unique from you know what the developers are working on. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really important to me, especially that you know we didn't take the largest share. Like a lot, of, a lot of DAOs, you know, especially in DeFi, they'll they'll do a pre mine and issue twenty five percent of the tokens to themselves. Um, which is cool and all, you know, they deserve compensation, whatever, but it kind of defeats the point of decentralization to a point to a little bit. So, you know, I mean, listen, you know, Dan's Dan's loose with the trigger with the, with his, uh, MetaMask. He loves buying cats. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, he's been on, I, I would keep an, I would keep an eye out on the next, over the next few weeks and see if he, he picks up more in anticipation once he sees, uh, once, once, once we, once we get more of the assets for the, for the vault, um, lockdown but 
Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I will say we're going to have a bunch of cats in the vault. That's, that's a must obviously. Yes. And uh, I mean, I, I've reached out and I'm working with some, some different platforms right now, um, about getting the cats as recognized collateral, uh, for lending on their platforms. I think that'll be huge. Uh, it's really important to me. Yes. Um, but I mean, further than that, I just think that, you know, were it, it was really important to us is why we didn't go on you know aragon and slap up a dow in two hours you know what i mean it was really mm. important to us that we build out a fully decentralized platform that could stand the test of time should you know god forbid we all something happened to gutter labs or all of us you know what i mean we have uh, or to 20 years down the line let's say or something you know what i mean we have um we have you know a real solid foundation of community governance you know that can be used well into the future uh and is robust yeah so i love it we're, we're trying we're trying to build it bigger than ourselves mm -hmm. if 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 you if you know yeah what I mean. yeah exactly yeah exactly just to just to follow up that, that that's kind of like the my, my biggest thing as well coming in was just making sure that that it's you know, it, it isn't a, 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 a you know a, a quick kind of I guess white label or a private label DAO um, or something that you you know you can kind of throw together within you know a week um, and and you know it's, it's touching on that it, to me that is still in a sense um, you, you can never fully uh, decentralize I guess in in, in that way right you just your framework your your you know, your back end is still, you know, there's still kind of a, you know, if we're using Aragon as an example, that Aragon would be the, the, the point of failure, um, you know, if there is one. Uh, and so, so again, just, just kind of going the whole, you know, hundred percent decentralized and, 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 you know, touching on, on, I'm going to Wayne's point to 20 years down the track where if, even if it's, you know, we, we, we're so far, um, forward and then and, and advance that that there's new kind of obviously you know got to get holders and 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 we've kind of evolved to, to becoming a a you know blue chip stellar brand but it's it's you know very autonomous and 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 decentralized to the point of you know just just it's a self-funding you know mechanism completely yeah okay i'm gonna ask one more question i think you guys have been really um powerfully enlightening the kind of the direction of the dow and so i really appreciate you taking time to be here because it's recorded and we can make sure any cats that miss it can listen to it as well so thank you so much uh the last question i had in terms of the dow and then we'll open it up so if you would like to come on stage we're going to move into community corner after this so make sure you're requesting if you'd like to come up and uh, ask gutter weighing or jonah a question about the progress of the the dow or any other questions um that you might have for jonah but uh, i had heard too obviously with gutter cats you know there's three thousand but the rarity changes so someone buying a floor cat obviously is not putting as much um of their equity as someone that's buying a, a number one you know what t-dubs bought you know the number one rarity cat for 12 ethereum he could have easily bought 20 cats with that so i know i heard that you guys are trying to take that into consideration and i'm, I'm curious if you can kind of go into the staking element um how that plays a part in you know voting and um also you know taking your nft and and locking it up so that there's less uh there's less assets to be purchased out there but then also if you can kind of go into gutter wing if there is going to be any if, if it one token is one token or or kind of the rarity playing a metric because i i hadn't even thought of that but it sounded like something you guys were considering 
Yeah. Um, so I kind of teased this a little bit on spaces with KBB last night, but, um, and the late night spaces, but the, the general idea we have right now, the plan going forward is, it seems like it's going to be is each cat will be kind of airdropped one governance token at the time of testnet launch. So at, there'll, there'll be 3000 tokens at launch. The maximum for each that each cat could potentially earn is uh, nine additional tokens. So there'll be 10 total ma uh, max per cat, which is 30,000 max cap for all 3,000. So uh, the the plan is you will lock your cat into a, con into a smart contract that stakes the cat for however long you'd like to stake it, up to 12 months. And over those 12 months, you're gonna earn daily uh, a fraction of the cat token, so or of the cat governance token, you know what I mean? So it'll be 0.025 per day, it's looking like, which would uh, add nine more over 12 months. Uh, so the staking mechanism will basically function once you lock your cat in, you'll be able to take it out at any time you want, uh, subject to a probably 15 day lockup period. So you won't be able to earn tokens on the cat during that 15-day period, and you also won't be able to sell it. It won't be in your wallet yet. It'll be kind of like in limbo. Um, and then after the 12-month period and you've earned all 10 tokens, whatever, you, you all the staking ends and you can pull your cat out with no, no penalty. So the idea is that it will your, your tokens will be tied to the cat. We're working with uh, EIP-998, which is a, a smart contract standard that was written by a really smart guy named Nick Mudge, who uh, is advising us on the DAO. And he basically kind of went over the, the process of basically you tie the ERC-20 tokens to the cat NFTs so that when they're traded, they, the, cat, the cat tokens, the governance tokens go with it. So this is going to add a really interesting, you know, game theory for or when I have a floor cat and it has 10 tokens attached to it, it's going to be worth a lot more than, the, than you know, a floor cat with no tokens. You have the market values, you know, a rare cat with less tokens versus a floor cat with uh, a maxed out 10 tokens. Or um, uh, will it add additional value to rares that are fully maxed out with 10 tokens? It'll be really interesting oh, to wow. see it play out. Um, and how everything works out. Yeah. But yeah, so there'll be weighted voting based on, you know, how long you stake your cat, which will which will help incentivize long term holding one uh, for people it, who obviously want it. And then two, it's also while they're staked for the 12 months, that's going to drastically cut down on supply uh, for listings. So it's almost a behind the scenes. It's not like once you earn your gutter cat token that's uh, connected to your NFT, you can say, oh, well, now I got this this uh, this voting token I can go sell. That's attached to the NFT. So you'll only, mm -hmm. it'll always be connected. You'll If you trade yep. your NFT, you're trading your tokens that you've earned. Yep. And there will be a way for someone to say they're looking to buy a cat. They can go look up the ID of the cat and see uh, how many yeah, tokens it's exactly. earned. Oh my our God. goal our goal is on OpenSea to basically have one of those like level sliders where it'll be where you can sort on OpenSea from one to ten tokens and you can, you know, go so granular on your cats where you can pick traits with, you know, MJs with uh, five or more governance votes. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, this is mind blowing. I mean that just that in general, the game theory that you guys are playing behind this is is phenomenal. I'm getting even more excited as we speak. The only other question that I have before I'm going to start bringing some people up uh, was, sorry, I keep saying this the last question, then you just say <laughs> something that blows my mind, and I have a follow up. So sorry, but <laughs> but the the un- the only other thing that I'm curious about uh, with with this is when is is there ever uh, kind of a timeline where it's like max uh, tokens will be given out, or is it never known because technically a cat needs to be staking for so many years? So until all cats stake for the allotted time, we won't know, you know, how many, uh, how when it's all the way released, all thirty thousand tokens. Yeah. So the idea is there's there's going to be a max supply of thirty thousand, obviously, so a hard cap there. But um, I mean, we haven't locked down whether we're going to go with. 12 months from the date we launched the DAO is staking is available then after it closes. But I think it's much more likely that we go with something like you're describing where, you know, if you, where, you know, your cat can be staked up to 12 months. And this will another really interesting aspect, actually, that I didn't even really talk about on before. But if we go with this way, you'll be able to, uh, you know, look, say a cat has been staked for three of its 12 possible months. That cat might be more valuable than one that's already used nine of its possible months. You know, you could you can stake the cat for um, a continued period after you bought it is probably what's going to happen. So oh, the okay. idea is that the idea is that, you know, hypothetically, if someone doesn't stake their cat, you know, and the, and the tokens are unclaimed and then 10 years down the line, they decide to stake their cat. They could get they could get those tokens. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when you're when you're staking, it's locking it up. You're not able to sell, so it's yeah. also locking yep. up supply of the tokens and the NFTs. Yeah, <laughs> this yep. is going to be yeah. insane. You'll, I don't know. You'll people... be able to you'll be able to vote while while your cat is staked. Like uh, you'll be able to withdraw, you know, the tokens to your uh-huh. uh, to your account and kind of be able to use those tokens to vote while it's staked. But you won't be able to sell. Um, you won't be able to trade, you know what I mean? You'll have to unstake yeah. and there, there'll be a 15 day lockup. Um, I think we might do, we might do a 15, maybe go longer at 30. We're trying to decide what's better, uh, game theory wise, but, um, yeah, you won't be able to sell or trade for that, uh, 15 day period either or earn tokens for that 15 day period. So it'll be interesting to see what people decide to do. So I don't know if you knew this, Scudder Wing, but back in uh, early June, I was get I got into apes. I bought a, a, quite a few apes. I think six or seven apes. They were all non-floor, and I've told the story to in the chat a few times that um, I, I just wasn't really vibing with the community, and I just uh, after the gutter cats were really struggling, I decided. Uh, the gutter cats were pretty resilient after everyone was talking um, shit on the launch and so many people didn't get in and I didn't either. And so I, I was just kind of watching what was going on with the cats and they're so resilient and the community kept um, kept up, you know, making sure that the floor was staying strong. Everyone that initially got in wasn't just throwing their tokens away. And uh, it's so cool to see the early believers, the ones that got in and got their cats for, you know, point one Ethereum. And the kind of value that you guys are constantly bringing to this project is just the people that believe and the people that have held uh, are truly going to just their, their, you just keep giving value back, man. And, and and as someone that, you know, saw the, the apes pump, I wasn't even really worried because I know 
that the cat pump is coming very soon and it's it, this is just gonna the the power of what you guys are doing with the game theory behind this is is something that you know if you don't under if you don't own a cat and you're not trying to liquidate some assets to get a cat it's just like it it, it blows my mind and and I'm so excited to see the what happens so thank you guys for the work you're doing thank you Jonah uh, and thank you all the cats that are involved in the planning too all right we're gonna get into some questions let's bring some people up uh, if you have a question and you can't come on stage please go ahead and ask the question on the uh, tweet that's linked but I do have a few people that have requested to come up keep those requests coming because it's time for community corner this is a part of the show where you come up on stage and you get to take the spotlight, ask questions. So please make sure you're requesting and come up and get any questions you have uh, out there for the, the metaverse to hear. And we're going to start with King Gutta Gutta. Welcome to the Crazy About Crypto show. Go ahead. Oh, I lost him there for a second. All right, hold on one second. We're going to bring up the next speaker. Hopefully he can reconnect and get back on. But we have Slim Grim coming up on stage. Slim Grim. Yo, what up, everybody? Hey, how's it going? What's going on? King Gutta Gutta, I'll have you come up in just a second. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Slim Grim. Yo, I, uh, so, hey, thank you, Wang. Every time I come into one of these spaces and you're talking, man, I just leave this feeling ever bullish, like bullish as a man. You just, like, have such a way of just, like, calmly and eloquently just explaining all of the, the most important points of uh, what you guys are building, and I'm just, like, I love it. I'm just so excited to look. Um, I heard you talking a little bit yesterday about, um, like, kind of unique ownership, right? Like, I think it's, uh, we're all really excited that we hit the 50% mark. And I think it's uh, it's no secret that the closer that we get to 3,000, like it, it gets exponentially harder to in- to increase that number, right? Um, and I kind of wanted to ask you if there was any way, or if you think that it would be viable for us to um, basically positively reinforce um, unique ownership rather than just like you know like having like multiple cats. Um, like mind you, I mean I'm also attached to my cats. Don't get me wrong, but if it was like a situation where I could have, you know, a stake of a certain amount of like gutter cat tokens, so I still have the same amount of exposure to like the the floor of the project or like whatever, and I could somehow give up like one or two of my cats to like a new owner. I don't know. I maybe wanted to get your thoughts on, especially since we have the the shortest supply of uh, of all these projects. I think we might have a unique opportunity to have like that that highest uh, ownership percentage if we were to do it correctly. Yeah. So I mean, first of all, I appreciate the kind words. Thank you. Um, but uh, to go into your question, kind of, this was one of my goals, you know, with the, with the whole staking mechanism that we're working out, you know, to kind of level the playing field where a cat with uh, one, uh, owner with one cat, you know, hypothetically could have the same, uh, voting power in the DAO as an owner with 10, you know what I mean? If they choose to stake for the full 12 months and the other person doesn't. So, um, I, I think that kind of helps level the playing field a little bit. There was another idea that we kind of pushed around. Um, and we're, and we're, we're kind of working with the, that was, that was thrown around in the boardroom too, I think, but we're kind we're, we're, we're looking at like a, at, at almost a scholarship idea, um, where, you know, kind of, kind of like, um, you know, we, the community would, would kind of do outreach and look for, you know, those deserving, uh, of a cat, you know, who don't own one, who would be a positive impact on the community, you know, whether it would be, they would, they would help, you know, uh, um, whether they would help, you know, but with a community initiative or, or something, or community brand of sorts, and help help expand the 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 
idea of the gutter out into the public, but can't afford one personally. Um, we're thinking about doing something for them where, where we'd where we'd work at a program, maybe where um, where the where the devs would buy cats off the floor or use some of the ones that we have saved up for you know giveaways and stuff like that in the liquidity pool, uh, and give a few of those out to people who you know we think are kind of who the community thinks are deserving um, uh, of joining the gang, but can't necessarily do it on their own and need a little bit of help. So, I mean, we're definitely looking at some ideas for that. It's interesting because of the DAO. Um, it, it does kind of promote, you know, whales and, and, and more, more uh, uh, higher density wallets. But um, I, I think that we're already so, you know, decentralized that it's going to, and now that the DAO's announced and everything, it's going to be so difficult to get these wallet, these uh, cats out of the 50% uh, distribution. You know what I mean? I don't think, I, I don't think it's going to be, viable for you know a whale to come in and snap up 20 30 cats to, to do something like this so it's really interesting and we definitely want to work on ways to you know keep pushing that unique ownership and get as close to 100 percent as possible yeah i mean that is an amazing idea i would i would be so on board with that because i mean my my main reason for even for even kind of coming at it from that angle right is that i'm i'm here i've got all these profile pictures that's what that's what they're advertised, right? Their profile picture avatars. And I've got mine. I've got my favorite already. This one I just got the derivative done of, and so I'm so I'm spoken for. So if there's someone out there in the community that's looking at my cats like, damn, that's a clean ass cat. Like I wanna I wanna morph or I wanna mold a personality and like and you know, and like a brand and like and something around that cat. Like I want there to be more opportunity for people to do that, that I'm not just like sitting on a cat that's in like the protocol for twelve months. Earning me DAO tokens that somebody else is just like longing for. So, um, so yeah, that, that's awesome that you guys are uh, are messing around with that. I I heard you uh, mention something like something about you know considering like the honorary cats and like just kind of like little things like that. Um, and I think that there is like kind of like an overlap there. Of there's a way to like kind of keep that value and also like you're saying to just like bring in these like members of the community that we need that would like kind of keep our keep our family like really strong. Yeah, I have yeah, to. I, I just wanted to back that up as well. I mean, I think it's awesome that we're constantly one. It, it, we've had enough time to get to this fifty percent decentralization, and uh, there's so many cats that are just constantly speaking the gutter gospel that, like, if if people know about us, so they they do have that opportunity. They know what's happening, um, but it is as people continue to become aware and add value to the brand, if they can't afford it, it's cool to see that we, uh, that you guys are thinking about ways to make sure that that unique ownership is constantly, uh, something that we are looking at. And it's also really cool to think about the, the fact that the treasury, it's our decision. If we do think someone has, is, uh, you know, bringing enough value to the project that we could even, uh, as a community decide who that person is and, and decide who that scholarship goes to. Yeah. I mean, that, that'd be the goal. You know, we'd probably do something with the DAO, you know, um, where, where there would be a, a DAO proposal and then they would come. Um, we could have, we could nominate, let's say 10 or 15 people. Um, the community would nominate and then it would get voted on. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Awesome. All right. King Gutta Gutta. Sorry, you got cut out there for a second when you first came up. Go ahead. All right. We're finally in here. About damn time. There we go. What's going on, man? What's going on, gang? Thanks for having me up. Thanks for being patient. Go ahead. Yeah, no problem. I actually have a question for Jonah. Uh, Big Sixers fan over here. So you always had a special place in my heart, even before I knew you were Gutta Gang. 
Um, yes, my sir. question is about Des Bryant because he'll be on the conversations from the gutter space tomorrow. What's good, yeah. Blackboard? I see you in here, baby. Um, and not to pigeonhole you as an athlete because you're so much more than that, but being athletes with the bigger goal of mm-hmm. spreading financial literacy, I'd like to know if you guys have had the chance to connect yet. I have I haven't uh no not directly or anything like personally you know like just I, I only recently seen him get really really active I think it's with that um personal corner thing that they're doing um uh, and so that's that's kind of like really really I'd say within the past like ten days you know I've kind of connected I mean we followed each other and yeah little comments here and there but nothing of uh anything you know that's that's serious I guess. But but I mean, there's synergy there. There's there's 100% synergy there, and, and I'm keeping an eye, uh, a, a close eye on things. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm you know, I mean, I'm number one all for for the athletes. Um, and 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 you know, if anything, I, I want to you know be be the, be an advocate and with with all the other you know athletes coming into the space and, and an advocate for you know athletes empowering. You know exactly what you know how he touched on and and what he spoke about. Um, but just empowering the athletes to, to, you know, first and foremost, know the value that they have. You know, a lot of guys just don't even really understand the value um, that they hold as, as, you know, being an athlete, uh, being an NBA player, NFL player, whatever, he's a professional athlete in general. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're moving into times now that, that the value is, is even being seen, um, you know, and, and finally recognized at the collegiate uh, level. Um, but, yeah, not, you know, to answer your question, I haven't really directly connected with him yet. Conversations for the gutter might be a great space to directly connect. Because, yeah, yep. like you were saying, I definitely see those synergies there. Um, so I think you guys could really create something special with athletes yeah. in mind if you go down that road. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, yeah, if, if it makes sense, I've reached out to um, I reached out to his partner. Um, and, and what's funny is he he reached out uh, he reached out a couple of days ago just trying to you know get some gutter gutter news, and he was he was you know wanting some advice on some. Some cats to buy, um, but but yeah, no, I definitely see this in you there. Something, something will happen. I don't doubt it. Hey, oh, he, you heard it here. He's reaching out to figure out where what cat to buy. That's going to be insane when that happens. I, it's I think it's cool. Danny, the guy that he's partnered up with, the co-founder, yep. is just so he he immediately as soon as he started entering communities, he saw the community the gutter had, and he just got drawn to us. Uh, and it's so cool to see when when we have when you have a strong community, it really shows. I don't think anyone really argues that the gutter cat community is really tight and uh i think that's just going to continue playing in our favor when we see you know these uh these new guys come into the stage that we just show out and it's easy to find us Mm -hmm. so i can't wait to see the synergy that happens there um all all right we got two more questions if you have a question and you're in the audience hit that request button so i can bring you up i'm going to go to the twitter uh the tweet that i sent up above we have a few responses on there one's from meteor he said would the dow focus more on governance or building up a treasury or a merge between both from what it sounded like it sounds like a kind of a connection between both of those but i'll let you answer that uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really up to the Dow, you know, what what they want to do and with with the with the Treasury itself. And if they want to investing and uh, uh, growth approach to the Treasury or if they want to, you know, use it more to uh, expand the brand of the initiatives and stuff like that. You know, hell, if they wanted to fucking do a Super Bowl commercial, if we had the money, let's do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so it's, it's up to you. 
uh, they decide as far as what's best for uh, the da- uh, the DAS funding. Uh, that's awesome. Um, all right. What, is there any sort of development? Ron had asked also about, he said, will staking a cat be hinged on acceptance from DeFi agencies accepting cat as collateral? Uh, and I think maybe that's a good clarification. When you're staking a cat, it's unique to the treasury. It doesn't really involve uh, these other DeFi yeah. protocols. You're creating yeah, your yeah. own decentralized protocol. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So and, the staking is done is done in a contract that we're writing right now. Um, that'll be a part of the Dow contract. Um, basically we're using, uh, if anyone in here is technically inclined, we're using EIP 20, uh, 2353 or 2535, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, called, uh, diamonds it's called, which basically is, is more of a, a, a structural proxy for contracts that allows them to, uh, kind of be modular in a sense. So we're kind of we're, the author of this is the same author of uh, 998 who's helping us his Nick Mudge who's helping us uh, advising us on the DAO, but um, yeah I mean it's it's our own contract uh, built into the overarching DAO protocol and you know um, the the acceptance of the cats by other DeFi protocols is really just you know something I've been targeting separately and on its own to kind of you know add more value to, to holders before even and separate from the DAO. Yeah. Oh, man, it's such an exciting time to be a gutter cat. Thank you, uh, Jonah and Gutter Wang, for everything that you guys are doing behind the scenes for the gutter. Uh, and thank you, Jonah, for everything you're doing, just in terms of uh, all the other stories we talked about with kind of how you got into crypto and really being a, a thoughtful leader in choosing who you partner with and what you do. So thank you for everything that you bring to the space, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Wayne. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, yeah appreciate you having me, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Gutter Wang, I yes, know sir. I didn't even know you were going to be hopping up here, but you really, uh, you, you really, this was almost like a co-interview. So thanks for coming up on stage and being so active <laughs> in this interview as well. Hey, guys, if you haven't followed Gutter Wang and Jonah, make sure to do that right now. Get in the Gutter Cat gang. It is going to constantly be revolutionizing the way that the NFT uh ecosystem evolves and i can't i i couldn't have chosen a better uh, group to get involved with i love the community um and and if you don't follow the crazy about crypto show please make sure to follow uh, us so that we can continue to teach we don't just have gutter cat gang people on the show we have everyone in um basically the nft DeFi, crypto ecosystem to share their story so we can learn from every uh, aspect of the crypto world and if you missed any part of this interview we'll get it uploaded onto uh, apple and spotify podcasts and you can check it out on the crazy about until next time we'll see you in the metaverse <laughs>